This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy uh, Friday. It is. We made it to the end of the week. Uh, big show coming up today. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Actually was going to try to go golf today, and then I looked at the forecast, and I'm like, no, I may, may be done for the year, at least outside. We'll see. Hopefully after this weekend and next week, it starts to get a little bit better. But man, oh, man. I know it's that time of the year. It's just people will say, oh, this is great football weather. And it is. It is. But anyway, um, big show. We're going to talk to Jesse Zentz today. Um, preview the state cross-country meet on the girls' side next week. But also get his thoughts on his longtime friend, uh, Tony Banovich, who passed away this week. And uh, we'll talk about uh, that with Jesse. Uh, big on this day in history. Oh, and Rebecca Cleveland will join us from the record-tying Capital Volleyball Squad. Uh, she'll co- uh, join us here in just a couple of minutes. Also, I have a picture of a certain candidate for United States Senate from the state of Montana um, not following rules. Yeah, we're going to show this picture for the first time today. And uh, go from there. And let you decide what you think. That's right. Uh, we're not afraid to expose frauds here on the Jason Walker Show. By the way, if you want to call in, you can. Uh, you can tweet us, you can Facebook us, whatever you want to talk about. Anytime uh, that we're at least on the air. And, uh, yeah, fun stuff. All right, let's start with our COVID update. Because that's what we do just give you the numbers. 665 new cases reported today. 21,595 total. 235 deaths. 319 hospitalized. There's 13,212 recovered. 8,148 active. Uh, Yellowstone County nearing 2,000 active cases. 1,837. 1,231 in the Flathead. 538 Cascade. 591 Glacier. 524 Missoula, 301 Lewis and Clark, a lot of those um, supposedly being attributed to the Freedom Concert a couple weeks ago, which is now 13 days ago, so most of those that had it, probably over it by now, 214 Hill County, 141 Tool, 102 Blaine, 111 Valley, uh, 343 Roosevelt, 114 now in Richland, way east, uh, eastern Montana. 
384 in gallon. We get that out. So there's your uh, your daily COVID update uh, here on the Jason Walker Show. By the way, Carol, what did I see? Um, let me get to that. I know uh, Western has had some issues. Carroll College, 68 new cases as of yesterday. Um, 70 current active cases. Supposedly asymptomatic, though. Supposedly. All of them. Here's the thing. Carol, though, was it okay to have a blood drive this week on campus in the midst of all the testing and this breakout that's happening? Now, look, I know they're testing for antibodies when they do your blood testing, but they're blood drawing. And it's a great thing. I mean, it was you could have rescheduled, though, right? You have a blood drive in the middle of a breakout on a campus that involves a lot of your athletes. But what? I don't know anything. What do I know? Uh, well, I'll talk more COVID coming up. And yes, I have a picture that you will not want to miss. Uh, good news, though. Let's talk some positive. Last night, a five-set match, a great legendary match um, between Helena High and Capital on the volleyball court. And it was um, the 64th consecutive win. Now, Helena High pushed Capital to the limit. And the 64th consecutive win. Today, the 65th consecutive win. And joining us now here on the Jason Walker Show to talk about the record-tying victory is the head coach of the two-time defending state champs, Rebecca Cleveland. She joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach, uh, congratulations on tying the record. Um, Before we chat about that, let's go back to last night's match where – it got a little dicey there uh, with Helena High leading 2-1. to one. You come back in the fourth and then blow them away in the fifth. Um, what did you appreciate about the girls last night? I appreciated their resilience, um, how we started and finished the match. Um, you know, in the middle, we kind of let, let down on some passing and not running um, the offense that we're used to. So, you know, having to adapt to a passing game that's off, um, we, that, that caused a little bit of a struggle. But I appreciate um, their playing together and their um, just coming back to pull out a victory. Um, it was a fun, fun evening, a long one. Um, and there's just a lot of heart and emotion that they left on the court. And uh, it was just fun, fun to be part of. And then you have a quick turnaround today against the Flathead team that you end up getting the sweep against. But were you concerned because of the quick turnaround after playing so emotionally hard last night? You know, and not as, as much as um, – I, I mean, here, here are the factors. You know, we, we played flathead. We played flat. And um, I don't think it has anything to do with the evening as much as maybe just um, overlooking an opponent. Um, so, you know, flathead played last night. They got on the bus earlier. We got to sleep in more. So there really no excuses at all. Um, we came out 
played a great first set, so I don't think that has anything to do with um, the Helen High match as much as just being um, mentally strong enough to be consistent to, to approach every opponent as a threat. Um, not a threat on the count of how many wins in a row, um, but just as, as a threat for season play and postseason. I mean, we kind of need to live in the now. Definitely. Uh, Rebecca Cleveland, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Um, with the record, did you guys talk about it going into the season? Yeah, we didn't. I actually had a media um, person that asked me, hey, how many in a row do you have? And I had to actually go back and count because <laughs> that's not something that I, I pay attention to. Every year is a, a new blessing and a new challenge. And so, um, you know, I wanted them to have a great season. Didn't think about um, the, the record, the ongoing record. I know we were undefeated last year, and that was about it. So going into the count, um, found out that we started the season with 55. We talked about it literally one time as a team. We celebrated the fact that we're starting the season with that, and that's something that we wanted to add to and protect, uh, but not play fearful or hesitant. And so um, we, don't talk about, we don't talk about the number. Um, we just want to play better volleyball. And, um, you know, our, our girls left the court today disappointed because they didn't play their best, especially in the second set. Um, so we, we talk about, you know, carrying the load for each other. If a teammate is struggling, we've got to be able to help them snap back or bounce back faster. So, you know, we're, we're developing our teammate skills and adding to the chemistry we already have. And um, our skill is there, and just that mental-emotional side of the game is what affected us that second set today. You know, it's crazy to hear you say that, Coach, that you're still building because you've won two straight championships, now 65 consecutive matches, and the girls aren't happy. They want to be better and do better. I, that, I guess that's, the, that's a sign of a great champion right there. You know, it is, it is great. Um, you know, all 11 athletes on that roster are hungry, hungry to learn, um, to push their level of play, uh, just to be better athletes, better teammates. And so I couldn't ask for more as a coach. Um, and I love that they're wanting to continue to step up. We know how good those billing senior teams were that you just tied. Um, what's that mean to stand next to those guys and possibly break the record next week? You know, it's an honor, and I have to really um, throw out uh, kudos to our previous Bruin teams that started that record for us. So we have some returning athletes on the team that were part of that run, um, so it's extra special for them. Uh, but then to be alongside great, great program as Billings Senior and the run that they had, uh, we're honored to be part of that, and we're proud of the accomplishments, uh, but we're humbled knowing that we've just got to continue continually push our game well coach i know you're busy with a uh, family going on i mean you're celebrating right now so uh, congratulations on the win and uh, good luck next week and we'll talk before state sounds great thank you jason have a good day uh, rebecca cleveland capital volleyball coach uh, joining us uh, earlier today after picking up uh, the 65th consecutive win for the uh, the bruins and and it, it just blew my mind when she said that uh, the girls weren't happy today. They tied a record, but they're not happy because of the way they play. And again, I, that goes a lot to the mind of champions. And they're never happy. They're never, um, but in a good way. I mean, it's a great. That's a great problem to have um, if you're a coaching staff that your team is never happy, even though they have 65 straight wins now, and will probably break that. I think Tuesday they play next. So. 
but thanks to Coach Cleveland for joining us as a family in town and uh, um, celebrating. So very, very cool. Uh, still to come, we're going to uh, chat with uh, Jesse Zentz, uh, Helena High Cross Country coach. Uh, by the way, you can watch on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, anytime, jasonwalkershow.com as well. You can email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. You can tweet us. You can Facebook us. You can call into the show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Uh, big win today for the Helena High girls soccer team, the one seed out of the West advancing in the state uh, quarterfinals to the semifinals next week. they got a win on Ga- over Gallatin today, 9-8 on PKs. So I think it was tied at 1 after uh, it was all said and done, and then they went to PKs, and the first five all hit for both teams, and then uh, Helena High got the win um, there at the end. So uh, congratulations. Uh, let's see, on this day in history, oh, i got some predictions coming up, and we're doing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 predictions today, um, which will be fun. On this day in history, the walk-off, and a bunch more still to come, including a certain Senate candidate who doesn't have to follow the rules, apparently. We'll explain a little bit later on in the show. You won't want to miss it. We have photographic evidence. Anyway, we'll be right back. Jason Walker Show. We're presented by Capital Collision Center. Jesse Zentz will join us next here on the show. Hang on. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab-and-Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. 
An auto concept lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get it home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center, a finally Friday edition. Big exposing coming up here in about 20 minutes. Looking forward to it. You, It's good, trust me. Um, also on this day in history, I'm going to make my predictions for the weekend coming up. There's some great games last night. Bozeman throttled Gallatin in the first Crosstown in that city. 51 nothing. Um, I think Senior won. Great Falls High won. So. Some, uh, some gig, big games tonight, too, and we'll uh, talk about them coming up. Alright, so, so uh, this week, the running community in the state of Montana lost a... Um, Lost a tremendous advocate in uh, Tony Benovich, who passed away after uh, a long illness. And uh, to join us now to chat about his impact, not only personally, but on the running community in the state of Montana, and also preview the state cross-country meet, which is coming up next week, here is Helena High cross-country coach Jesse Zenz. He joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Coach, a, a tough loss for the running community this week as Tony Banovich passes away. And I, I just wanted to get your thoughts because this is a guy that you've known a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in the Billings area, um, and Tony was living there when I was just beginning as a runner. So I got to know him in road racing uh, when I wasn't, you know, running cross country or track and field for my high school team. And most every time that I actually – saw him at a road race I I didn't see any of him but his backside because he was kicking my butt he was just one of those people that you know regardless of what he was what he was doing out on the course as soon as the the race finished and and I came across the finish line he was always there to you know turn around give me a pat on the back offer me encouragement tips um and he was just such a kind human being and always made me feel uh special when I whenever I was in his presence and and that continues, I mean, up until the, the last time I saw him. And, you know, it's just, he's just been such a steady presence in the running community for, and I, I can't even, I don't even know exactly how long, but I mean, he won his first governor's cup here in Helena in 1981. Um, so we'll, that'll be marking uh, the 40th year since that first victory by him, this coming governor's cup. And, and he was just a, a presence at, at events like that throughout his um, entire running career. And then, obviously, um, there are a lot of uh, 
broken hearts in the Missoula community um, this week uh, because he was he was such an incredible presence there as well, uh, leading Run Wild Missoula and and also being the race director at the Missoula Marathon. But yeah, I mean he's just he's one of those people that you know he just he impacted me in so many different ways. He instilled that passion in running that I still have today, and and I you know I hope to share that same passion with the kids that I coach and. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better role model in the running community than Tony. Would you be a runner if it wasn't for Tony? Yeah, I think I'd be a runner. I don't know if I'd be, uh, if I'd have accomplished some of the things I was able to, um, just because he, he just instilled a belief in me. Um, and, and he also was a great role model for older runners like me. I mean, he, he ran, you know, well into his forties and fifties and, for someone like me who's now in my mid forties, I always looked up to Tony because he kept doing it and he kept doing it at a competitive level. Um, and then he, he offered so many opportunities as a race director, uh, to continue running at a competitive level at an older age. But yeah, no, when I, when I was younger, he, he definitely, he played a big part in, in getting me excited about the sport and really, you know, trying to accomplish big things, um, running collegiately and, and really trying to, to do big things in the um, at the high school level, and we had an incredible group of runners in Billings when I was in high school from the the three high schools there. And I know Tony impacted every runner on every one of those teams because we all saw him at road races. He would be out at the the cross country meets and track meets, cheering us and supporting us. So um, yeah, there are, are many people throughout the state impacted by this loss, and um, I know his spirit will live on in, in every one of us as we you know try to impart that same passion. In, in folks that we know, either through running or just being good humans like he was. Obviously, taking over as race director of the Missoula Marathon is a big deal, and, and you're a part of the Gov Cup, which is, you know, the biggest race in Montana in my eyes. But um, obviously you guys have more than just a passion for running. It's running races um, from the director standpoint as well. How much did you learn from him as far as running the Gov Cup then? Yeah, well, I mean, Brian Haynes is really the, the race director of the Governor's Cup. Oh, nobody um, gives Brian credit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, we, I mean, working with Brian and, you know, going back to, to my first days, you know, helping with the organization of the Governor's Cup, Tony has been a constant for us in terms of reaching out to him, asking him for suggestions. I mean, Brian, I know uh, specifically this last spring, he was he was in constant communication with Tony to see, you know, what their plans were for the Missoula Marathon and, and some of the other races that Run Wild Missoula puts on. And because he knew Tony was a trusted source and he knew Tony um, would give him, you know, the, the best information he could find. And, and, and they were, that was really helpful for us. And, and also, you know, Tony was, it, when we have all these different races, I mean, you know, in a sense, you're kind of competitors, right? You're trying to get all the runners come to your race. Um, and, and the Governor's Cup and, and Missoula Marathon, I mean, they're only a month apart from each other, but he remained incredibly supportive of our efforts. And we had actually uh, worked with him to create the, the trifecta, which was a kind of a, a coordination between the Governor's Cup, the Missoula Marathon, and the Bozeman uh, Marathon, that all three of our half marathons would be part of this trifecta. And, and we were going to kick that off this year, um, and that obviously didn't come to fruition with the uh, – COVID situation, but Tony played a major role in that and helping us um, come together as three of the largest races in Montana to, to try to do something special for Montana's runners. And really, that's what Tony was all about all the time is, you know, trying to create opportunities for people 
to either find that spark in themselves or to ignite a spark in others to, to find, you know, the rewarding pieces of, of running that are beyond just the competitive side of it. And, and I know so many people throughout the state, you know, benefited from that passion of his because it got them involved in the sport and involved in the, an incredible community of people. Jesse Zentz, the Helen High Cross Country coach, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Um, speaking of that passion, speaking of, of, you know, continuing the love of the sport, you now coach cross country. You coach the distance uh, for track and field. This, um, obviously, you took from, from Tony Banovich, but you've got a heck of a team, um, especially on that girl side, as you guys get ready for state next week. Yeah, yeah, we, um, we, we've made it this far, and, you know, we're incredibly excited that, we have this opportunity. I think one thing that we've been really focused on this year is being grateful um, because, you know, many of these kids lost their entire track and field season right. and, and now they have this opportunity to race at state next week. Um, they've been running fantastic uh, throughout the season and in, in different situations where we don't have, you know, the normal fans out there, the, you know, we've had a couple parents um, for each kid at the, at the meet, but that's a whole lot different than having kind of that tunnel of fans that they, they're accustomed to running through. Um, so despite all that, though, they've they've done incredibly well, and we're really excited about State. I, our girls, um, you know, they, they placed third last year, um, but we, we had a couple changes to the roster related to, you know, just other situations surrounding the, the pandemic and things like that, and so I, I'm really looking at these girls as, you know, going in there uh, to the state meet, just putting their best foot forward, uh, competing the best they possibly can. And, and you know, we'll let the chips fall where they, they may, but we're going to have a fight uh, with with Kalispell, Flathead. They, um, they bring back a great team. We've raced them several times this year, and we've kind of gone both ways with them a couple times. Hellgate and Bozeman are definitely the, the strongest two once again. Um, but, you know, I – I really believe that, that our girls, if they put um, their best race together on one day, each kid puts their best race together, you got seven kids running, and, and that's always the trick, right? You want all of them to perform at a very high level at the same time. And um, if they're able to do that, you know, I, I think that they can accomplish some great things. It's, uh, it's going to be hard to knock those top two off their pedestal, but, um, you know, we're focused on, on trying to at least uh, sneak in and get that third-place trophy again. Uh, but, if you know, if, if things magically worked out in a great way for us you never know what can happen at a state meet like that and um, we haven't even raced Bozeman this year so who, who knows what's going to happen when we all get on the same course for the first time and then of course individually real quick you've got Odessa who is unbelievably good and then Kylie Hartnett who I don't know if she's lost a race yet in high school has she <laughs> yeah she has she, <laughs> she's actually had some great great races this year with um Hellgate's top runner Sage Brooks uh, and, and Sage and her both qualified for national, uh, Nike cross nationals last year. And so they traveled out there together. They have a great little relationship. Um, so she and Sage ha- have kind of gone back and forth a little bit this year. And, and Hellgate also has a new girl who moved in from Virginia. Her dad's now the, the head track coach over at, uh, university of Montana. And mm. so th- there's some great competition out there. Um, Odessa, well, Kylie is obviously the returning state champion and um, Gatorade athlete of the year last year for cross country. And Odessa is coming off an all state performance last year. Then we have Riley Schoenfeld, who who's just been on the fringes of all state the last two years. And uh, and Carly Ryan is our fourth girl, and, and she's eager to, to try to work her way up into that picture as well. And 
And then the, the coolest thing about this season, to be perfectly honest, is, and I shouldn't say that. I mean, it's all amazing and it's, it's all fantastic. But we've had three girls who are running varsity for the first time, first, the first time this year. And, and they've improved so much. And, uh, Annie Menden, Chloe Roberts, and Sophia Hinderman. I mean, we have a girl on our team, a freshman, Sophia Hinderman, who never ran cross country before high school. And now she's, she's running among some of the best runners in the, in the state. She has a great group of girls to, you know, provide her with that mentorship as she grows into the sport. And it's just fun to see those types of things happen where these kids um, kind of come out of the woodwork and, and show up and they're consistent and they're committed every day. And, um, and they're, that passion, you can see it growing in them every day for the sport. And I'm just excited to see what they get to do at their first state meet. Well, if you put four of the top five in – in the rankings and then the other three finish in the top 15 i mean you should roll through state right oh well yeah that would be insane no. <laughs> yeah yeah no that would be incredible or better yet just go I mean, one through seven <laughs> yeah yeah that's what bozen has done in the past but they're i i you know i think um a, a realistic opportunity for us would be to hopefully get three girls in that all state and all state is the top 15 and right um and, and if if we were able to get more than that, that would be just amazing for our kids. I think we have the capability to actually do that. Um, but like I said, you know, it's, it's getting them all to, to do that on the same day. And, and then those other three girls, you know, really what we're asking them to do is, is tightening up that gap um, between themselves and our third and fourth girls. So we kind of cut down the number of kids that are, are scoring in between them and we can reduce our score as much as possible. And, and hopefully hold off a, uh, a very eager and aggressive uh, flathead team and, and maybe even sneak up on some of the big guys. That would be awesome. Well, um, I, I appreciate the time. Uh, our condolences here from the show. I, uh, you know, We are sorry for your loss and a good friend of yours, but uh, good luck at state, and there's no way better way to honor your friend than to, to, go, uh, to go, go win the state tournament. Yeah, and, and it was actually great yesterday. The girls – they all ran with Tony's initials on their hands um, in the crosstown meet, and uh, that was. I, I I thank them for that. I think it, it meant a lot to me to see them do that, and I know many of them probably never actually knew Tony personally. But when I talked to them about you know Tony's voice has been at many of the meets that you've run at, he's been the announcer and things like that, and and I think they understand um, the way the running community works is that uh, somebody like Tony. Uh, impacts them through people like me. And, and I know there's a lot of people like me out there um, who are impacting runners and, and young people throughout the state right now. So Tony's impact is going to live on for a long time. So well, thank you. Appreciate it, Coach, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Jason. That was uh, Helena High Cross Country Coach Jesse Zentz uh, and the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline talking about his good friend Tony Benovich and then uh, previewing uh, next week's state meet, which uh, I believe is held up in uh, uh, Kalispell next weekend, which, you know, and look, Kalispell's got the second most Corona cases right now active in the state of Montana behind Yellowstone. Um, it's crazy. The, 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 the absolute numbers are absolutely just astonishing. And I mean, Carol keeps um, having some and, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's crazy. So, um, well, apparently I have a doctor's appointment next week. Oh, didn't know that. <laughs> Good to know. Got a voicemail. Uh, so anyway, um, 
the, the numbers just, uh, you know, in Carroll College, like I said, you know, 68 new cases yesterday, 70 active. A lot of those are student athletes, and um, it's it's crazy. Um, man, I just look. It's going to sweep through. Everybody's going to get it at some point or another. And uh, you know, my my dad had it recently, and it's scary. Um, my son's currently quarantined because he came into contact with somebody that had it. So it has affected me personally. Um, and until you have somebody in your family that gets it, don't, I mean, just wear your mask and social distance. That's literally the two things you have to do. Okay. That's all you gotta do. All right. Um, okay. We got predictions coming up and, oh, the big sky conference, uh, Tom Wistersill, the, uh, commissioner announced today that they should have a schedule, uh, for the big sky Coming in early November. Here's how it's going to go. Okay, so we know Sac State opted out of the 2021 spring season. Uh, Tom Wistersell tweeted out today, the committee and ADs working on a six-game conference-only schedule with 12 teams. That uh, schedule really should happen in early November. My question is, a six-game schedule, is it worth it in the spring? Is it, is it worth it at all? And we know Jeff Choate at Montana State's not even preparing for a season. He's anticipating not having the spring. To which I say, good. And I got a tweet from uh, Nick um, who says, to answer my question, is it worth it? He says, no, it's not just the risk in spring. It's about asking kids to then play a full schedule three months after in 2021, scrap it, come back in the fall, which is what I agree with. I say that. Just come back in the fall knowing more instead of trying to rush through a spring season and hoping you get it done and not have games canceled. I mean, six-game schedule. A six-game schedule is just not worth it to me. Now people are going to say, "Well, you're not playing," and these kids—they get all—they all get a free year, basically. You're all coming back in the fall, so. And then you get some teams playing in the fall. You have some teams playing in the spring. It's just—it's not—it's not going to be equal. It's, you know, and North Dakota State played one game against Central Arkansas a couple weeks ago, and then Trey Lance decides, "Hey, I'm done. I'm going to go to the NFL." So NDSU is not even going to have its quarterback in the spring. They're going to have a good quarterback. There's no question about that. But I just don't think it, I just don't think spring season is worth it. But that's just me. All right, um, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have our uh, predictions. We are going to talk a little bit more COVID. And we're going to expose a fraud next. Jason Walker Show. Stay with us.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po' boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. 
Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Ah, oh, final segment on a finally Friday. Presented by Capital Collision Center, we are the Jason Walker Show. Montana Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice where you have your vehicle repair. Choose Capital Collision Center. I did in July after I got T-boned. And, I mean, it was nasty. They had to literally repair the entire right side of my truck, plus some stuff underneath, plus some stuff inside. I mean, it was in this precision perfect. Like, it, it looks like I drove it off the lot when I drove it literally off the, their lot. But it looked brand new. Anyway, Choose Capital Collision Center. Great, great people as well. All right, so uh, I got a... I got a Text sent to me uh, six o'clock this morning. I don't wake up till like seven when the little one wakes up. But um, so we had the dual town halls last night. Well, actually, it was a town hall and then a debate. Um, Savannah Guthrie going all like rabid animal last night with her upper lip and um, disappearing. Like so. My question, or the question that was sent to me was, if a live debate was unsafe because presidential debate commission said, oh, we can't do that, because Trump had coronavirus like two weeks ago, uh, why then were town halls safe? Like, w- there should have been an actual debate. Now, they would have had to find a different moderator because Steve Scully is a liar. Um, but anyway, why are town halls safe? So that got me thinking, when do I show this? Do I wait? Yeah, I'm going to wait a second. Um, so we know Nick Saban has COVID or was announced to have COVID this week, right? Um, Gary Parrish from CBS. So the question is, is Co- uh, Saban going to coach the sideline tomorrow or how can he? Well, if... If So he tested positive like Monday or Tuesday it was, but if he has negative tests three days in a row, 24 hours apart, then he can be on the sideline. So they tested him today, he was negative. Yesterday or yesterday he was negative. If he's negative today and negative tomorrow, he can coach. So Gary Parrish of CBS said, hypothetical, this is his tweet, there's a diehard Alabama fan who has a teenage daughter who's taking a pregnancy test tomorrow at the same time Nick Saban's taking a COVID-19 test. Only one can come back negative. Which does the Alabama fan want to come back negative? His daughter's pregnancy test or Nick Saban's COVID test? (laughs) Oh, that is great. Um, Just brutally funny uh, poll. So if you're an Alabama fan (laughs) and you you have a teenage daughter taking a pregnancy test the exact same time tomorrow as Nick Saban takes his COVID-19 test. Who, which one do you want to come back negative? Oh, man. Good stuff there. Um, good, good stuff. That was from Gary Parrish from CBS. All right. Um, I've had this picture for a few days, and... 
I'm uh, going to expose um, a fraud. Basically, I think, look, if you are the governor of a state and you issue a mask mandate, should you then not also have to follow that mask mandate? Well, this is from Crosstown a couple of weeks ago. The guy right there on your left, that is Governor Steve Bullock. Where the hell is his mask? He's looking at his phone. Where the hell is his mask? Um, there's a lot of people in other pictures that are looking at their phone that have masks on in pictures from across the state. Why does the governor of Montana not have to wear a mask? He's inside at a sporting event, which, by the way, he was not asked by either the principal or superintendent of the or principal of the school, Brad Zanto, nor activities director Tim McMahon to put his mask on. Why? When you walk through the stands and you to ask people to keep putting their masks on, why then did you not ask the governor, who does clearly not have his mask on? And I know it's a little grainy, but that's, I mean, that's the first lady, and that is Steve Bullock, the governor. Now, last night across town, he must have known people were on the lookout for him because he wore it the whole time, allegedly. I wasn't there, so I didn't, I didn't see it all. But that picture was sent to me, and I have others. Not as clear as this one, so that's why we're showing this one. Why does the governor of Montana not have to wear a mask? He was in Missoula earlier in the week and didn't have a mask on, and people are like, oh, you social distance because he was outside. Bull. If you're going to throw a fit about a freedom concert, people, throw a fit about your governor not wearing a mask. This is a candidate for U.S. Senate not wearing a mask. And this was not, oh, he just took it off. No. This was a majority of the Crosstown match two weeks ago at Capitol High. Not wearing his mask. And I've asked this before. You know, it's the do as I say, not as I do mantra. You know, you got Nancy Pelosi, you got Gavin Newsom, her nephew, and is is Bullock a nephew of Pelosi? And he won't come on. I reached out. He refuses to come on this show to get real questions. It's like going to George Stephanopoulos, if you're Joe Biden, to do a town hall where you're just going to get lobbed softballs. Don't be afraid, Stevie B. I mean, you wanted to run for, you ran for president and couldn't even get 1% of the vote, but yet you, you don't think that you have to wear a mask? What an example are you setting? It was bad enough that your family got in trouble for transferring passes when they weren't supposed to be done, and then the very next week, oh, Helena Public Schools has to change its rules because of your family. And I know it caused a lot of issues on the team. But how do you how do you justify this, Steve? And I, I mean, we got Greasy Gavin down in California. Do you become now Slimy Steve? 
This is unacceptable. And if you want to debate it, Stevie Bullock, come on the show. You can come on in person. You can phone. You can whatever. We can Zoom it if that makes you happy. That is Steve Bullock, the governor of Montana, and a Senate candidate not following his own damn rule. And then he had the gall the other day, last week, to say, uh, or was this week, um, everyone will be more successful. Um Where's it at? Here's it at. Uh, Everyone will be more successful if Montanans are playing on the same team. He says local public health officers can't do their jobs if people aren't playing by the rules. Well, what the hell are you doing, Steve? Clearly not playing by the rules. And this is just one of multiple instances of which I have been told from sources that Governor Bullock's not following his own damn rule. I'm going to ask Senator Daines about this next week when he joins us. And I'd love for Stevie B to join us, but he won't. Because I, unlike everybody else in the Montana media, will ask him legit questions. Like, why don't you wear your mask? What a joke. What a freaking joke. All right, let's uh, do predictions. Before we uh, piss anybody else off. And I'm saying we're not, I mean, look, I upset some parents last week with some comments, and then we rectified it. Um, But that is selfish, Bullock. That is selfish, and then, of course, nobody ever – and here's my other question. Before I do predictions, why does nobody ever talk about his little plane trip to the Rolling Stones concert without his wife? Nobody ever brings that up anymore. All right, here's your predictions. we got Hellgate at Capitol. Uh, Capitol clinches a playoff spot with a win. And riding a big high last week after the win on the road uh, at Big Sky, Capitol's going to win 24-14. to a huge one in the Southern B tonight. You got Townsend at Manhattan. Whoa. I mean, this is a powerful matchup. The Southern B is up for grabs. Whoever wins, wins the Southern B. Uh, both teams have electrifying offenses. It's going to be close. I I love Travis Rao at Townsend. I love the Bulldogs, but I got to take the Tigers at home. 45-40 is my score prediction. Uh, Fairfield at Malta. The Northern Bee is up for grabs. Eagles lost last week to Red Lodge non-conference. I think they bounce back and get Malta, who surprised me with a big win over Glasgow. But I think Fairfield wins 38-31. Hamilton is at Libby. The Western A has been fun to watch all year, has it not? Both divisions? Uh, Hamilton is going to go on the road to Libby, get the win 49-31. Frenchtown, it's Columbia Falls. Another great Western A game. Uh, 24-21, Columbia Falls is going to beat Frenchtown tonight. You look at Hamilton, Libby, and Columbia Falls in that same division, holy cow. All right, uh, the game of the week, though, at any level, 5-0 Hell in a High, at 5-0 Sentinel, 
You got great offenses. You got great defenses. Um, Sean Rainey shared this on uh, on the Twitter. Let me get to it. Um, he interviewed uh, uh, Dane Oliver, the head coach, and also uh, Soren Sivrud from uh, the Sentinel Spartans. And uh, here's what they had to say, along with Scott Evans. His defense, our front four is dynamic, as good as we're going to see all year. Then obviously quarterback position receivers. They've uh, hit their stride, and it's going to be a tough test. Yeah, there's some great athletes on the outside. Uh, they're good front seven. So uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge that we haven't seen yet this season. So they got some dudes, and uh, I'm just really, we're, we're all really prepared and excited to play them. You know, it's about closing space. When you got fast teams like this that get on the on a turf like that, you got to close space well and take that extra step to the frame. So we're talking a lot about that and making sure that we're being sure with our tackles. You know, it's not like tackling the tank we did last week. You know, we're tackling Ferraris this week. Last week it was a Humvee. So this week it's Ferraris. So we want to take an extra step to their body. Coach Evans has a tremendous job with his defense. Um, Coach Coach Evans is hilarious. Uh, but that was from uh, Sean Rainey. Does a great job over there in Missoula, sports reporter. Um, but talking to uh, Dane Oliver and Sorensen uh, Sivrud as well. It's going to be a great game tonight. And, I mean, terrific defenses on both sides, great offenses, like I said, explosive. I think the Bengals' defense is a little bit better, and it's a minor upset. They're both 5-0. and oh. is, it, is it really an upset? But it is. Uh, Helena High is going to win tonight, 42-38. to 38. That's my prediction. By the way, Bullock, did you see Scott Evans wearing a mask for an interview? Yeah. Uh, today is October the 16th. All right, so let's recap real quick. You got Capital beating Hellgate, Manhattan over Townsend, Fairfield winning over Malta, Hamilton on the road at Libby gets the win, Sea Falls hosting Frenchtown, Sea Falls wins, and then Helena High on the road at Sentinel wins by four. All right, today is National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. Sorry, Pa. Um, you're not here, so I can't. Um, I mean, he's 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 here. He's with us among the living. He's just in a different town. And okay, <laughs> it is department store day. I don't know. We don't have any department stores anymore in, in much of Montana. I mean, they're all malls that have closed, right? Especially here in Helena. National Bosses Day. I should have gotten myself something. Oh, you know what? I did. I I I I I got myself a drink. Um, of water, ice water, uh, for National Bosses Day today. Congratulations. Happy National Bosses Day. Can I shake my own hands? Global Cat Day, National Liqueur Day. It is uh, National Mammography Day. Ladies, it is October. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And guys, too, um, take care of yourself. Get checked. It is also National Sports Day today. What a great day for me. Bosses Day, Sports Day, Exposing Liars Day. <laughs> love it. God, I love my job sometimes. And by the way, uh, my dad just Facebooked and said when he recovers from COVID, he'll let, uh, let me take him to lunch. Yeah, but you owe me because I picked Shields Valley over Broadview Lavina and I, I smoked you. So I'll take you to lunch one day, and then that night you can take me to dinner because that was the bet. So, um, with my dad, um, and he's, he's doing, he's doing well. He's recovering from the COVID, um, that basically shut down, uh, well, he didn't, but somebody else got it and then he, he got it and there was a school shutdown. A couple of them. It's brutal. 
COVID's brutal. Take it serious, people. Unless you're the governor, and then you don't have to follow your own mascot or mask mandate. And I'm going to keep hammering that. Keep hammering that for the next few weeks because, man, man. All right, um, National Sports Day today. On this date in 1909, the Pirates beat the Tigers four games to three in the sixth World Series. 1912, Boston beat the New York Giants four games to three in the ninth World Series. 1949, first NASCAR Sprint Cup Red Byron would win. 1960, the National League votes to admit Houston and New York. Became the Houston Colt 45s, now the Houston Astros, who are now in the AL, and the New York Metropolitans, who clinched the NL pennant on this date in 2000. 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis begins. JFK shown photos confirming the presence of Soviet missiles in Cuba. Uh, 1962, the Yankees would win their 20, uh, 20th championship, beating the San Francisco Giants four games to three. 1968, uh, Americans Tommy Smith, John Carlos, the Black Power salute on the podium in Mexico City. 1969, Tommy A.G. Ed Cranepool hit home runs. A.G. has two spectacular catches. And 100-to-one-shot New York Mets beat the Baltimore Orioles in the 66th World Series to win in five games. Uh, Cleon Jones, by the way, was awarded first base in the game. When he was hit by a pitch, there was shoe polish on the ball. And uh, he would later score on a home run. I believe it was Agee's home run, and the Mets won their first World Series, the Metropolitans. 1941, happy birthday, Tim McCarver, the uh, sportscaster. Used to catch for the Phillies, the Cards, the Mets. Uh, Marie Antoinette was beheaded on this date in 1793. And on this date in 2011, in Las Vegas, Dan Weldon died in an IndyCar race. And that one shook me um, nine years ago because I was sitting at home and watching the race. And uh, I had interviewed Weldon six years ago, before that in 2005 at Pikes Peak, uh, south of uh, Colorado Springs. And, I mean, Weldon was fantastic. Great interview, accommodating, just a great, great guy and a great family guy. And that wreck was disturbing to watch live and then the replays. And uh, that was a sad, sad day for many um, in IndyCar uh, racing fan and racing in general. Um, but when you have interviewed somebody and then they tragically pass away or just pass away in general, it was that was a tough one for sure. Um, all right, let's get to this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Uh, special thanks to Jesse Zentz, Rebecca Cleveland, for joining us today. And uh, Zentz from Helena High Cross Country, Cleveland from uh, the uh, Capital Volleyball coach who has uh, guided her team to 65 consecutive wins now. They play Sentinel Tuesday and looking to uh, break the streak that they have tied with Billing Sr. And if you miss any of those interviews, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com. We'll have those posted up shortly. Um, what else did we learn today? Oh, we learned that the governor of Montana, who is running for Senate, is, um, well thinks he's above the law, which is his own law, 
which is kind of funny. So Steve Bullock, right there on the left, thinks he doesn't have to wear a mask. His own mask mandate. Come on, Steve. And yet you expect people to trust you. Um, if you want to weigh in next week, you can. We can chat about that. We can chat about uh, other things. This is a picture that's not going to go away, Stevie B. Come on the show, my friend. I've interviewed you before, but it was always um, easy stuff because we were talking at, at basketball games, and so that was fun stuff. We didn't talk policy. Let's talk policy now about why you don't have to wear a mask. Let's just let's do that. Come on, Governor Bullock. Don't be scared. Uh, what else did we learn? Oh, we learned there's some hellacious matchups tonight. Towns into Manhattan in Class B, Fairfield and Malta, Hamilton, Libby, uh, Frenchtown, Columbia Falls, and then, of course, Helena High at Sentinel. Oh, my. And, and there's no TV broadcast. So you watch it on NFHS. Um, I think that's what it's called, right? Um, stream it. Uh, oh, we also learned today, well, I learned today, that I, so <laughs> this is funny. This is funny. I know we're running a little bit past five, but whatever. Um, it's Friday. So remember when I got released from radio and, and the voice of Carol last year because I, I dropped a couple of F-bombs at some dude that questioned my daughter's DNA. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Um, so there's a guy in town who does some uh, broadcasting who um, tweeted out a racial slur last week. Guess what? He still has a job. Mm-hmm. Racial slur. I dropped a couple F-bombs and got fired. Dude's dropping racial, racial slurs, not even suspended. But hey, you know what? I'm so much happier now, I really am. Because, A, I get to expose frauds. I get to expose liars. I get to talk about what I want, which is usually what you guys want. And I have great sponsors. I have great listeners. I have great support here on the Jason Walker Show. Hope you had a great week. We had a great week. Jesse Zentz, Rebecca Cleveland, Scott Evans, Kyle Mahelish, Jim Carr, Josh Margolis, Jordy Hansen, Lindsey Barra, Sam Ocho, and oh yeah, Brittany Jackson. If you missed anything all week, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We'll see you back here Monday. We'll recap the week and uh, go, go forth and beyond. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe and drive safe. The Jason, the Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.